Hey, what's up? Liron here. Thank you for joining me in another episode of my daily podcast. And today I want to talk to you about, actually, it's the same topic I discussed on the weekly podcast, but this time I want to tackle it from a bit of a different approach, a more day-to-day approach. Um, and that is, I don't know if you noticed, but in the last couple of weeks or I don't know, something like that, I started experimenting a lot. And I want to talk about expanding your artistic horizons in this episode and also just give some updates. Um, But first off, I do have to wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is you're celebrating, wishing you uh, that you're having a good time with people you love. Uh, And yeah, I just hope you had a great couple of days and uh, that 2020 will also be really good. It's it's really close. It's amazing. The end of a decade too. And uh, you know, when I think about it, the start um, of this decade, I was 19 and I was still in the uh, military. Had a lot of uh, interesting experiences there, a lot of growth. um, And I just can't even compare who I was back then and who I am today. It's really crazy to think about it. And I do want to conclude this entire um, this entire decade and talk about some of the things I've done and things that make me uh, happy uh, and some experiences. Uh, so let's talk a bit about uh, expanding our artistic horizons. Um, what I'm trying to do basically is go beyond just what I see. Because some, you know, at the moment I'm painting what I see and to varying levels of skill. So I either paint what I see very accurately or I paint what I see uh, in a bit of a looser manner. But behind that, there has to be a reason. There has to be a purpose. Why simplify? That's a good question to ask. Why even simplify? I mean, why not just paint hyper-realistically like a printer? Or let me ask you the other way around. Why paint realistically? Why not simplify? So the point is, both are okay. Both can be great, depending on what you want. So that's the the main thing here. You have to figure out what you um, are looking to get out of your art. And... um, for me, and it's mostly the authentic expression, and I talk about it in the weekly podcast episode as well. I think a perfect example of this is Alvaro Castaner. He's one of those artists you can tell he paints for fun and for himself. By the way, I forgot to mention David Taylor, another one. These two, you can just tell they're painting for the sheer joy of it and to satisfy themselves. And I did mention that Joseph Zbukovich, he also is a version of that. But to me, the way I feel like he's painting for the sake of painting, which isn't a bad thing, to me at least. He's painting for the for the love of painting, but Alvaro and David Taylor seem to paint for their own joy, because Joseph Zekin sometimes talk about the process like it's hard or depressing or not fun, which is why I think there is a bit of a difference between them, but that's just my perception, I could be wrong, so what I'm trying to figure out is the same thing for myself, I don't want to rely on crutches, I don't want to paint based on how I saw other people do, and I just want to figure out for myself in real time, as I'm in front of the reference, how it looks to me and how I want to express it and express my impression. And it's easier said than done. And it's something I'm working on and trying to improve. Uh, but it's a very challenging skill, I, I think. And so, uh, yeah, just trying to figure out that kind of thing and, and how to do that. Um, and I tried doing that with some experiments. So if you you may have noticed that recently I did quite a few experiments. I tried painting with um, a, a night scene, which I barely ever tried. Uh, I tried using masking tape, and I did it in a in a recent YouTube tutorial. So I'm trying out all sorts of different things. 
to awaken some new things, some new possibilities, some new approaches for me to do. And it's so funny. I looked at, I have a magazine with a bunch of, it's called um, The Art of Watercolor. Uh, it's the 18th, um, I think, issue. Uh, yeah, issue 18. Um, from I don't know if it's from this year or from just generally 18th issue. But there's a bunch of artists there and they're all really good. And the thing is, with many artists, you can, that's what I want to say is, you can tell their influence. You can see how one artist learned from another. I'm sure a lot of people can see some of Alvaro's work in my work, maybe some of his book, which is, but more Alvaro probably. And I, sometimes I don't mind it, but honestly, I just want my work to be my own. And it's very rare to see an artist that has that. And I want to have that. Um, and I know it takes time, I know it takes a lot of experimentation, but I'm trying to figure out how to slowly and surely build that thing up. And um, this is why I love plein air, because it's so good for that kind of a thing. You just put yourself out there and you're detached from any external influences and anything like that. It works really, really nicely. And so um, when you're inside, it's easier to be influenced by uh, other people, other the, the reference itself. Um, so yeah, this is something that, you know, I started planning out 2020 and I wrote down some, I did a a brainstorm session. I talked about it a a bit, uh, and everything I wrote, like 80% of what I wrote, um, somehow was related to painting, working on my skill, increasing the value of my art, both market value and just my personal opinion based value. Um, so it seems like this is something that's more important to me now than ever uh, because in the past I was, the, the the skills were just something I wanted to work on I wanted to improve I wanted to be competent but now as I'm looking beyond that uh, I want to get to a higher plane in in the creation um, so I'll have to see how I get there and I'll keep you updated on the process and I think what's really cool is that if it's gonna work and if I'll slowly get there, you're going to experience this in many ways with the content I produce, the lessons I teach, and I think it's just going to be really good for people. Uh, and I hope I can share that journey and and maybe be one of the few that do show everything um, and give all that inspiration because I really don't like creating in a full vacuum. I do love to share and I, I have this need to share my work um, I don't know, maybe I just like that people <laughs> like my stuff and, and comment. Uh, probably I enjoy that too and the attention. But but I don't know, it's just in, in, in a drive in me that's been there for the last couple of years. Um, but in any case, yeah, this is it. I'll keep you updated on how that kind of a thing goes. Aside from that, a few fun stuff uh, today about a ring fit for the Switch. I don't know if you know this, Nintendo Switch, it's a game console. Uh, and I bought a ring fit, which is... It's like a game that has that has you exercise. It comes with a physical ring that you can squeeze and pull out, and like you can do a bunch of stuff. And it's really good. And it's just gamifying exercises, which is really good. Uh, another thing is we had a really nice uh, training session for Ruth. We went out to the field and we uh, walked around and had another dog with her. It was just a, a lot of fun. Um, so that's good. It was a good day. Uh, not too productive on work, but now I'm getting back to it. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed tuning in to today's uh, uh, episode. Sorry, I forgot my words. Into today's uh, episode. And now I hope to edit some videos, then maybe sketch and paint a bit. And we'll see. Just a bunch of content that I'm working on. Uh, just the end of the year. Usually I don't have too many new products I'm working on or things of that nature. Uh, it's just about sharing and creating. Or 
let's say, the other way around, creating and sharing. Uh, but in any case, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this one. And I will talk to you again real soon.